Chris, the dating doc. Happy 2021. I know I said that in the last podcast episode, but hey, let's keep it happy, right? This entire podcast episode is dedicated to information, what you can and can't do with it when it comes to dating. Stay tuned. What a crazy world we live in. What a crazy country we live in. If you're listening in the U.S., it will go down in history. Now, I'm not sure if uh, we'll have texted textbooks uh, when it comes to school 20, 30 years from now to see an old picture of a goat pig bear man in his face paint storming the Capitol. Now, the reasons... Imagine, if you're looking at this historical text, it'll read something to the point of then-President Trump um, accused Congress of votes being miscounted. Again, with zero evidence. Whether there was corruption or not, there's no evidence. But this misinformation caused people that Say they fight for freedom and democracy to stop a democratic process of counting votes. Now, I'm the kind of guy that I do not like talk about politics. I don't have cable. I don't actively watch the news to get brainwashed into some sort of dividing line. I don't. But as a rational thinker, here's some facts. As of the time of this recording, six people total have lost their lives due to this rush at the Capitol. Crazy world we live in because it is based on information, whether it's misinformation, whether it's accurate information, whether it's statistics, it is information. Information shapes us. As you listen to this right now, there might be thoughts going through your head thinking, oh, This guy must automatically be part of this or that political party because he's talking about politics. No. The overall podcast episode theme is going to be on information and and how and what we do with it, particularly when it comes to dating. But I wanted to take a little, little cruise down this lane before I get into the more dating relevant information. Could you imagine if the news 24 7 Talked about all the puppies that lost their lives by being ran over, being kidnapped, being abused, being uh, underfed, dying of disease. If that, if the news, just think of um, an alternate world where the news only covered puppies that have lost their lives in 2021. What would be your discussions? What would be your line of thinking? There'll be some that they'll get jaded to the fact that puppies are dying. But yeah, puppies are dying, but we hear about that all the time. Who cares? There'll be others that will support the puppy rescue police. Because the puppies are cute. We must save the puppies. Why are they being underfed? Come on, Congress, do something about that. And there'll be some that'll say kill the puppies because there's too much being invested in them 
too much attention is being given to these cute puppies. So there's always going to be some sort of division on information that's being provided. If I say the sky is blue during the day, there's going to be some smart ass that's going to come out there and say, well, actually, it's um, magenta number 746. According to the electromagnetic spectrum, it is not blue. These are the kind of fallacies that we argue upon. We, we, we appeal to the heavens, a.k.a. religion. We appeal to experts. Fallacy, again. Especially if that expert is not relevant in their field. Dr. Dre and the dating doc. What do we have in common? We're not doctors. We're skilled at what we do. Right? I'm sure the first doctor didn't receive his doctorate. But we're skilled at what we do. But am I going to go out there and talk about COVID-19 response and how the population should handle it? No, I'm not an expert in that field. I'm not an expert in disaster response when it comes to pandemic or anything even remotely biological. Now, Dr. Fauci is going to talk about video speed dating and attachment styles. He's a smart guy, but that's not his expertise to talk about that not the expertise of someone to assert that there's misinformation without showing any kind of evidence. So this entire podcast episode is on information and what you do or don't do with it. It can destroy a country or it can help make it better. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about information, what you can and can't do with it. When we're swiping through online dating apps, some of these popular dating apps, you will start to see trends. You start doing your own little trend analysis, right? You start seeing if you're a guy, you'll see a lot of profiles that say, not looking for hookups, swipe left if you are. Mother of three, and if you can't accept that, swipe left. Only want LTR, no FWBs. Very synonymous. If you see that five out of 10 times, there might be some messaging. If you see that one out of 100 times, okay, it's not a trend. For the woman, if you're on a dating app, you might see down for some fun from a guy. Not really looking for anything serious. Just want to go out and see where things go. Twerkers swipe right. (laughs) So you see what I'm getting at is um, if you see that as a trend on a dating app, you may start saying, wow, this app sucks. Based on that information, right? You You may think the technology is what's driving this behavior, this collective behavior these patterns, these trends. But let's look, let's take a step back when it comes to information. You have done your own trend analysis and you respond, you respond in kind. You might tell yourself, I'm tired of dating. 
because you have a mental or emotional bandwidth of information. You can only take so much information. You can't teach yourself Chinese in a day and at the same time go and learn Spanish and then learn computer programming. No, you have a certain bandwidth. When it comes to dating, you only have so much patience and time to devote to it. So if you start seeing a trend and pattern of low character, low quality people, then the reward circuitry in your head is going to tell you this is not fun anymore. And then you're back to square one. You know, at the same time, you may tell yourself, I want a companion. I want sex. I want a companion for X, Y, Z. I want someone I could chill out and watch Netflix with and talk about a documentary while we go out, sip on some coffee. And then the next night we're having some hot sex, cuddling, waking up, making breakfast, rinse and repeat. But the information that's being provided to you, all men, all women aren't shit. MGTOW, third wave, fourth wave feminist, black pill, red pill, blue pill. The list goes on. Rom-coms that are not fulfilled in the real world. Craigslist killers, raping and killing someone. Someone being financially raped and killed. This is all information that bombards you and it affects the way you date. So what am I supposed to what, what am I supposed to tell you to uh, for a solution? What, what what do you want me to tell you? I'll, I'll tell you this. When it comes to going back on online dating, you have to remember it's not the technology that drives behavior, it's the behavior that drives the technology. The app companies like Match Group Limited who owns a majority of Tinder, match.com Everything pretty much a hinge, everything but Bumble. All they care about is metrics. I've talked about this already. They want to see what those patterns look like so they can augment their technology to counter the demand. The demand might be for quick swipes. The demand might be for low attention span. That's going to bring... That demand is driven by the market that starts going to that certain app. Now, Match Group Limited, they're going to want to make money by making sure that those apps are different, that they have a separate market, even if there's overlap, even if you are part of two or three apps. Behavioral Economics 101. So Hinge might be the one that's geared towards another certain type of behavior. Instead of swipe right, you know, swipe left if you're looking for hookup, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to Hinge, you're going to see a little more of quote unquote blue pill type of behavior. Must love dogs. Let's argue about pineapple on pizza. And some random funny movie quote. Why? Because the set trend is that people on an app like Hinge are more likely to respond to, to engage when it comes to pineapple on pizza and dogs than they would on a Tinder where it's more like a swipe left, swipe, swipe right if you're looking for a hookup. Um, here's my Snapchat, here's my IG. They're making money off that information that you are providing based on your behaviors. But guess what? There's one place where behavioral economics doesn't matter, it's not tracked. That's in the real world. 
my first piece of advice as I finish this little section of the podcast episode is go out there and talk to someone. Quit going off your own trend analysis. Oh, all my friends said I shouldn't date right now. Oh, all my friends say that I'm toxic. Oh, all the guys they've introduced me to are scum, which in turn makes me insecure and scared to go out there and date because I'm going to expect the same. Kill your own trend analysis if it's negative and try to go out there in the offline dating world. No one's tracking you. You're not someone's behavioral economic data set. You are your own person. Now we're going to go into how information is being taken in all five senses when it comes to real world slash offline dating. If you can't tell by now, this is a very off the cuff type of uh, podcast episode. I do enjoy balancing out some heavily, heavily researched topics. Um, this is research, but right now, for example, I don't have I don't have any articles that are right there in front of my face when it comes to behavioral economics and information. Not at all. What um, what I'm doing is I'm pretty much just going off the cuff on research that I've done in the past. Um, these are things that you can look up yourself when it comes to behavioral economics, uh, attention economics, um, information, misinformation. That's kind of the whole holistic episode of this. So you're out in the real world. Information is being provided to you through your senses in different ways, which fire up your ne- neurons, fires up your libido if you once you take a step forward, fires up your motivation to want to speak, fires up your motivation to give away your phone number, your IG, your Snapchat, fires you up to be sensual, intimate with that person, fires you up to want something long-term, and then fires you up to possibly marriage or living together. All based information. All based a piece of information. So we're going to go into the offline dating world. We use an example, okay? And I want you to want you to imagine this. You're going into a grocery store. You see someone good looking. You see them at first, you just keep walking by. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go grab what I need. All of a sudden, that same person you saw looking damn good stops by in the same aisle where you're gathering up some, I don't know, coffee, different coffee, uh, grounded coffee as well as coffee beans you're picking up. Given the information that that person is there in the same aisle, if you appeal to irony, if you appeal to the fates, you may think this person's supposed to be here in the same aisle. Here's my chance based on information, especially if you saw them as you were walking in. There's more information here. The commonality that you're both looking at coffee and a shared interest, a talking point. And now proximity. You are both close to each other. Even if they like coffee, if they're sitting, hanging out at the wine aisle and you're still in the coffee aisle, no. That makes no sense. Right now, you have three-for-one information. Proximity, slight familiarity because you saw them as you walked in, and the commonality. That fires up your brain. It's a fight-or-flee moment now. Now you're thinking, do I talk to this person? 
Are they going to reject me? Are they not going to reject me? What do I do? Well, if you use the information that I provided, what was being gathered to you, and you delete the information of fear, the information of fight or flight or or flee, fight or fight or flight. If you take away the fight or flight information that fires up your brain, where you feel sweaty palms, you feel your blood pressure is rising. If you take that information away, it actually protects you and increases your chances at success. That's an example of taking away that information that that does more damage than good, being almost blind to it, and then you approach that person you're interested in. But what ends up happening for us to try to get into that smooth scenario is we sometimes put so much information in our head, we get too analytical, we trip up over our own words, and we don't allow intuition to take over. What's interesting and ironic is that when you let intuition kick over, you're still thinking, you're still processing information, but you're doing it so quick. It's basically thinking on speed, on turbo, and you're in the flow. That's an example of you taking away that damaging analytical information and just pushing fast forward on the flow. And what's good about online dating is, yes, you can track how many messages you've sent someone and they've responded back and how long they took uh, to get back to you. You can track all that. The beauty of offline dating and how I flow into two topics at once in this podcast. So the beauty of offline dating is that you are in the flow. Yes, you're still gathering information. You're trying to figure out, is this person obnoxious? Are they cutting me off? Are they getting the way of uh, our conversations? Are they looking around? Are they looking away? Are they looking in my eyes? Does their nonverbal language denote that they're interested in me sexually? With that information, I can then sequentially go into trading phone numbers, trading my Instagram, etc., etc. The problem sometimes is that in the real world, we're not cognizant of that information. We're not aware of it. And you can't be too aware because you'll kill the flow. But if you're so aloof, you miss out on information being provided all around you. Mindfulness 101. So if you know, for example, that they're giving you those signals, those attraction signals, then the next information that needs to be provided to them after they've given you information, whether it's verbal, nonverbal, the information is, hey, I want your phone number. I want to get to know you. That's the natural progression of give and take information. That's what should happen. And I use information instead of like give and take because that's what you're giving them as well. And if we use that connotation of information, it's easier for us to visualize that there's a sender and receiver when it comes to the subconscious, what's actually being shown, what what's coming out when it comes to our energy or vibrations. And it comes out through words, through the actual content of what's being said and how it's said, how it's said. <laughs> that's funny. So, Take advantage of that. Keep that in mind on the difference between the lack 
of that organic flow information when it comes to online dating versus what I see as the beauty and the flow of fast, exhilarating information that comes with that first encounter with someone you're interested in. Try it out. First off, I'd like to congratulate myself. <laughs> uh, jokes aside, I want to tell you about Mentor Cam. Mentor Cam is sort of like Cameo, but it's advice on the go. I've joined the ranks of people like Billy Blanks from Tybo, TikTok influencers, NFL players, and more. And what they do is they provide advice on the go through recorded videos based off the questions that you send us. So if you download download Mentor Cam and you look for Chris, the dating doc Feliciano, I will answer any dating or relationship type question, everything from attachment styles, how to have a great conversation and improve conversation flow when it comes to online and offline dating, how to improve your attraction aura. That is a very real thing. So when you're out and about, people can see the kind of character and quality person you are without even opening your mouth. So if you are interested, download Mentor Cam. If you have any questions, you can contact me on IG at the dating doc. Again, T H E dating D O C, the dating doc on IG. I'll set you up with a mentor cam account. I'll answer one of your questions, or even better, we can even have an ongoing relationship through our monthly packages. It's very inexpensive, starting off at $9. That's not bad at all. And you get some great videos that you can go back to and reference. So download Mentor Cam, look for me, ask a question. Can't wait to meet you. So, just a recap, and I want to make sure that you understand this completely. I- beginning of this podcast episode, I delved into politics, but uh, more importantly, history. And all all I'm asking is that be the advocate of healthy information. Healthy information could be getting your uncle off watching whatever favorite news channel. Just get him off the couch. Get him out, walk around and do something with himself. Have him do some jumping jacks if, uh, if he's so anxious and just, you know, being sedentary. Um, information is something that is pimped out. We're, we're used to pimp out information to others and vice versa. Our, who we are as a person uh, is created into, into data points. And, you know, if, if you've seen like The Social Dilemma, some of these other documentaries, they, they speak on that. How we have become an information uh, economy worldwide. And this is obviously driven Uh, through technology and behavioral economics. So what we need to do is just keep in mind that uh, let's. the reason I advocate to get back to those organic in-the-moment scenarios when it comes to dating is because you're you're away from all that. You're away from that matrix that is information uh, economics. And I know it's it's kind of a, it could be a heavy subject, you know, depending on the the market of who's listening to this. But um, information can break us. Information can lead us to have higher blood pressure Um, yet we're not really doing anything better for our country or for our community. Um, Information can lead us to killing people or ourselves, right? Uh, If we don't feel validated by society, you know, if our TikTok video doesn't become viral, then all of a sudden we feel like we're worthless. Um, So yeah, just just be more more mindful of it. Again, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you 
do listen to this news or don't listen to that news, but just be mindful how information can literally kill you or it can make you a better person. I'm the kind of person, and again, I, I don't mean this as a, you know, I'm, I'm holy art thou or better, but I would rather listen to audiobooks and watch the news. That's just me. Heck, I'd rather read comic books that have good life lessons than feeling informed by the reality of the news that may not even be real itself. So that's all I'm asking. You know, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to cause any kind of uh, division or, or any of that sort. And uh, let's stay blessed. Let's stay positive. Positivity requires strength. Let's do it.